Welcome to the Thursday morning edition of the Daily Juice Podcast. I'm your host, Matt Peralta here of bettingpros.com, and we are back for another pick podcast. So we're starting something new today, and it's a little different now. We're actually taping me. So you guys can go to our Instagram, bettingpros on Instagram, just go and search it, and there should be some video of this podcast. So if you ever want to watch me make picks, I'm a little crazy. I mean, I like to talk with my hands. You're going to see I got to have a pen in my hand, and I like to be animated and have some fun. So uh, this is going to be something we'll do from time to time, and you guys can check out the podcast video-wise off of bettingpros.com on the Instagram story and probably pictures or two popping up on, on bettingpros on Instagram. So go check that out. All right, we're back on a Thursday following a two-in-one night on Wednesday, and we had a laugher in our late game. Astros score, well, gave up 14 runs. They scored seven. Total of nine and a half hits with 21 runs being scored between the D-backs and the Astros. Uh, I'm going to take that every single time. Also, we got another first period under to hit for the Islanders and the Panthers. This is like a thing now in this series, and we get one more time to bet on it. So when they play game four, yeah, we'll bet that as well and just ride this until it kicks us off. It's a 3-0 and run right now on first period unders, one and a half goals in that series. So we got that wrong with the money line. That was our one bet that we picked wrong. I thought the Islanders would win. They lost 3-2. to Really weird. It was 1-1 going into the third period and then two very quick goals scored by the Florida Panthers. One more put in by the Islanders, but it wasn't enough to make it up. So they'll go on to a game number four. So a little bit of a bummer, but you know that's the way that things are going to go. And unfortunately, yeah, a 2 in one night. So, so far this week, five and seven, not outstanding, but also not horrible. I can't get too angry on that. So I'll take it one and four to start the week. That was really bad. So four and three since. So I'll take that four and three. Not that bad. All right. Three picks for you coming up today on the podcast. One more in golf, one in hockey and one in baseball. But before I give you that, I want to tell you about a very cool offer from BetMGM. This is going to be for the PGA Championship. You bet $1, $1 at BetMGM, and if an American wins the PGA Championship, <clears throat> Justin Thomas, if an American wins the PGA Championship, you will get $100 in free bets from BetMGM. It's available in all the states that BetMGM is available, New Jersey, Colorado, Indiana, and West Virginia. A $1 bet for Justin Thomas or any other American to win the PGA Championship happening at TPC Harding Park coming up starting this morning today here for the PGA. $1 and you will win $100 in free bets thanks to BetMGM. So take a look at that and definitely do that if you're in New Jersey, Colorado, Indiana, or West Virginia for BetMGM. Check that out. So let's start right there and and let's talk about this golf course a little bit with the PGA. So weather is going to be a major factor. We're going to see wind gusts of up to 30 miles per hour, 15 mile per hour winds, sustained winds throughout the entire tournament. That is not great. It's also going to be pretty cold. And if you are somebody who looks at a back issue for a great golfer who happens to be my age, who's playing in this tournament, Tiger Woods, I'm sorry, bud. This is not your tournament. This is not your year. And I get it. If you're looking at Tiger and the PGA and he went to Stanford and he's played this golf course a ton and he understands what it takes to play in the wind. And I understand all of that with Tiger. But the back is the back. 
And he's been saying this leading up to this tournament that he has more bad days than good days, which, to be honest, makes a lot of sense because everyone, all of us, in the back of our minds, we're all doing the Lance Armstrong stuff, right? Like, how are you doing this? How are you coming back? How'd you win the Masters? You had, you know, back fusion surgery. No one's ever seen this before. So I, I like the Tiger saying, hey, I'm banged up and I'm not really all that healthy because he shouldn't be. <laughs> he had major back surgery and he's still trying to find his way of playing four straight rounds. So I'm going to tell you, I know everyone loves betting Tiger. I love betting Tiger. ESPN's got a Tiger cam going and they're just going to follow Tiger around for his opening round. I get it. He is the biggest name in the sport. Everyone loves watching him. Thus, everyone loves betting on him. But if you have a lot of money on Tiger this week, I'm nervous for you because I don't think Tiger Woods is going to have a big week here at the PGA Championship. In fact, I don't hate a bet on Tiger to miss the cut. I, I don't think he's going to play well. I think the weather is going to be a problem for his back. You know, wet and cold. I don't know if you got if you guys are old enough. Some of you are too young to know this, but when you get older, your your back and your knees and your shoulders, cold, damp weather makes you feel like crap. It doesn't feel good to be out there. And then swinging a golf club and trying to you know get out of rough and swing through all sorts of crap. The rough there is going to be gnarly. I mean. It's bad enough. That a PGA Tour is bad enough, you know, having really major style rough. And then you add moisture to it, and it just becomes a rat's nest, and it's so hard to get the ball out of there. So really going to be a difficult golf course, a really good test. I love majors that are tough. I hate minus 20 that wins majors. I want it to be a tough test. I want to watch these guys make incredible shots. I want to reward good shot making, but I want to blow up guys who are spraying and playing. You better play consistent golf. So yesterday, I gave you Brooks Kepka in the top 10, and I gave you Patrick Cantlay in the top 20. Brooks at plus 150 and plus 120 for Patrick Cantlay to come in in the top 20. So to me, those are two plays at plus 150, plus 120. I don't like playing, I don't like picking winners for majors or any golf tournament for that matter because it's so difficult to do that. You have to sprinkle so much money on so many golfers and far too often in the 130 guy field, somebody runs out of nowhere and wins the tournament. So I think Brooks Kepka is going to be in contention. I think Patrick Cantlay could be even the top 10. I mean, he's got the game to do it and he's very consistent in majors. He just hasn't won one of these things yet. So I think top 20 for him, I'm comfortable laying that with him. But I am going to come in here with one head-to-head for today. So if you're listening to this early, get to it early before these guys tee off. So that's one thing, quick bright lights here. Quick Justin Thomas versus Roy McIlroy. It's an early morning tea time out here on the West Coast, so it's not that bad on the East Coast. You should be able to get this. if you're, If most of you guys listen to this podcast in the morning, so you should be able to get this. Justin Thomas against Rory McIlroy. Now, let's talk about Justin Thomas here for a couple of seconds because this guy has been playing just incredible golf, and he's going up against in this head-to-head against a guy who simply has not been. Jason Sobel, who's a great writer, who I have known for a long time, pointed this out. Uh, Tiger Woods in 2006 and 2007 and Rory McIlroy in 2014 won the World Golf Championship before the event taking on into the PGA. This is Justin Thomas trying to do the exact same thing, and I absolutely love this because Justin Thomas, to me, is one of these guys that when he's on a heater, he's doing incredible things. And he just is so fun to watch. He is so confident going into this. And he's taking on Roy McIlroy, who is the opposite. Rory with no top 10s here in the restart, one top 30. He's a guy with no major victories in his last six years. 
He's a two-time winner of the PGA, but he's been bad for the last five years. He just hasn't looked like Rory. I don't know what's going on with him. I don't know where his game really has gone, but you're talking about Justin Thomas, who knows he has to come out and have a good early morning start, good round early in this golf tournament. It's only minus 115. It's minus 105 Rory, minus 115 Justin Thomas. That's some decent value right there on a guy who I think could win this entire golf tournament and could have a great, great performance early. I'm taking Justin Thomas over Rory McIlroy, round number one only, round one, head-to-head, laying the minus 115. We go to baseball next. Your White Sox lost. America's team lost. How did that happen? They lost. They were so hot. They've been once, what, six in a row? Crushing people. They're still an incredibly popular bet. They're still a really fun team, and they've got a lot of talent on that team, and the Milwaukee Brewers beat them one nothing. okay? Milwaukee is not scoring at all. They just, their offense, I don't know what happened to Kristen Yelich. I don't know where their offense has gone, but their offense is just simply, completely, and totally gone. And I think this is a chance to get some value on the White Sox. And the White Sox, after a team loses, well, if they're playing another game here and they've been red hot and they are a much better baseball team, I don't hate going back to the well here and they're going to be upset. They're going to want to get back on the winning track. And yeah, I know the White Sox are dealing with a couple of injuries here that you got to be a little concerned about, but not against this team. So they're going up against Josh Lindblom, who has a 4.91 ERA. Uh, he's a guy who is dealing with a little bit of some back spasms. I don't know, man. This guy, I I smell that this is a big night for the offense for the White Sox here. Gio Gonzalez on the other side. In his first start, he didn't pitch very well. But his second stat, his second start, he did bounce back. And he did look pretty good. So hopefully that's good. He did it against the Royals, another team that has no offense really to speak of. So I think it's a very similar type of lineup that he's facing with the Brewers to the White Sox, to the to the Royals, excuse me. So I think when you look at the run scored, The White Sox are scoring 5.36 runs per game. That's sixth best in Major League Baseball so far here this season. On the other side, Milwaukee is 22nd. 22nd out of 30 teams with a uh, 3.75 runs per game right now. I'm only going to lay the minus 130. I don't think that's too expensive to lay that here. And I think the White Sox offense will continue to score a bunch of runs. I just don't think we're going to see the Brewers be able to keep up. As long as Gonzalez goes five innings or so, don't go deep into that bullpen early. I think the White Sox win on the money line, laying the minus 130, and we get some decent money there. It's not 160 or 170 because the White Sox lost last night. So it's a chance to kind of come back here on the White Sox to get a victory, to right the ship, if you will, or just get back on the winning track, only laying minus 130 on the money line. So White Sox money line, minus 130 is our second play of the game. And our third and last play, I've been telling you guys I've been waiting to go and bet on the Vegas Golden Knights. I've been waiting to play this team because they have been so darn good with Peter DeBoer as their coach. 15-5, and five, okay? They got 15 wins outright with this dude as their head coach. And this team, offensively, they were asleep for most of their first game. And then they woke up and scored four goals, and they won their game 5-3. to three. They looked horrible, and then they realized, wait, we're the Vegas Golden Knights. We can score a bunch of goals. We were one of the best teams in the Western Conference. Here we go. So they're down 3-1. They win 5-3. And tonight, there's a possibility that Marc-Andre Fleury goes in net. So this is big. First game, you got to, according to Peter DeBoer, he was going to alternate his goaltenders. So 
Flower didn't play last week, he's, or last game. He's supposed to play tonight. Now, I hope he does. I'll be a little bit disappointed if he doesn't, but I think he's going to play tonight against a St. Louis Blues team that was in the Stanley Cup Finals, won the Stanley Cup Finals. So this is the last two teams to represent the Western Conference in the last two finals. St. Louis won it last year, defending champs. Huge game, big eyeballs on this thing, and I think Vegas is going to be totally fired up. I would love it if Max Pacioretty was going to play tonight, but he's not going to play tonight for the Vegas Golden Knights. Thus, the number, it's minus 105 on the money line for St. Louis, minus 115 for, for the Vegas Golden Knights. So Vegas, a slight favorite, not that big, but a 10 cent more favorite here because of the fact that Vegas has played so well and their offense is so high potent. St. Louis's offense, not that great. They're going to have to open it up here, and that's not really their style if they want to contend. But I think Vegas has a real good chance to get rolling. I thought about playing the first period under, but I'm worried about Vegas coming out of the gates fast. And that's possible given how many goals they scored the last time out and the fact they want to keep going, keep their foot on the gas. So I'm a little concerned about that. So I'm not going to play the first period under, but I am just going to play the money line. I think the Vegas Golden Knights are going to outplay St. Louis here. If Marc-Andre Fleury is playing, I'm even more excited for this. I would love if Max Pacioretty was out there, but they looked pretty good without him. It took them a couple periods to kind of figure it out without him, but they looked like the Vegas Golden Knights in the third period with puck movement and how in Mark Stone. This is a really good hockey team, and people here, here in Vegas, we know about it, but the Vegas Golden Knights are a really, really good hockey team, and I did not like the way St. Louis looked in their first game at all against the Avalanche. So I'm going to go ahead, and I'm going to lay the minus 115. I'm taking a victory for the Vegas Golden Knights on the money line. So, three picks for you to recap here on a Thursday morning's Daily Juice. We're taking Justin Thomas over Rory McIlroy. We're going to lay the 115 on that. We're going to take the White Sox over the Brewers on the money line. We're going to lay the 130 on that, minus 130. And we're taking the Vegas Golden Knights at minus 115 as well on the money line, taking on the St. Louis Blues tonight in the NHL. So, I'm staying away from basketball here a little bit again because I didn't do that great with basketball on Monday. So we're going to we'll go back to basketball coming up tomorrow. I got some ideas and plays. I'm lining up for for Friday. But for for Thursday here, we're really psyched to watch golf uh, and we're really psyched to watch some hockey as well. And remember, take an advantage of that bet MGM offer one dollar for an American to win the PGA championship. And if an American does win, you win one hundred dollars in free wagers from bet MGM. BetMGM wants to remind you, if you have any problems with gambling or sports gambling, call 1-800-GAMBLER. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Check out the video on this on the Instagram page for betting pros for sure. Follow me on Twitter, at Sports Talk Matt, and we're back tomorrow morning for a Friday's edition of the Daily Juice of BettingPros.com. <laughs>